0: Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO, provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937, with more than 375 attorneys and offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com, and from Iberia Bank, offering comprehensive banking services designed to meet the needs of consumer, small business, and commercial clients, serving Louisiana clients for 100 128 years and now serving a regional base with a commitment to developing people and investing in its communities. IberiaBank.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers Comp and 30 North Investments.
1: From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business, New Orleans style.
2: Hi, I'm Peter Rusciutti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. You either know a lot about 3D printing or you know practically nothing. 3D printing is one of those technological breakthroughs that's been hovering on the sidelines, waiting for the right piece of equipment to show up at Best Buy to thrust it into the realm of the next big thing. When is this exactly going to happen? It's hard to say. But it might be hastened along if, say, you could do 3D printing on your phone, and that's what the founder of local 3D printing company AntraScan has in mind. Charles Carrier is the inventor of a phone app called Scandy that lets you make 3D prints from your phone. How does it work? And what the heck is a 3D print? I'll promise. We'll, we'll find out in just a minute. Charles, welcome down to, to lunch. Thank you, Peter. (laughs) On the other end of the spectrum from 3D printing, there's graphic design. Once the sole domain of the visually creative software like Adobe Photoshop has given all of us the ability to be graphic artists. But it hasn't given us creative talent. Hand-lettered designs and logos can still only be done by hand. Local startup Lionheart Prince, founded by Liz Cook. Liz, welcome to Out to Lunch.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
2: When you're looking for clothes for your kids and you can't find anything you like, what do you do? If you're Melanie Kostriva, you go home, design, and sew your own. Apparently, Melanie isn't the only fashion-frustrated parent out there. What started as one dress is now the twirl shop, and Melanie can't keep up with orders. Uh, Melanie, welcome out to lunch. Thank you. (laughs) Now Charles, 3D printing suffers a little bit from its name. The the product comes out of what looks like a computer printer, but it's not actually printing, it's manufacturing. As I mentioned, we don't seem to have reached the right price point for the right consumer product to put a 3D printer in everyone's home yet. But if we could do it on our phone, that would certainly be a game changer. What does your app Scandi do? And before you tell us exactly how it works, um, what is a 3D print?
1: Um, Well, a 3D print is effectively uh, building a solid object layer by layer, one piece at a time. It's exactly like a 2D print, but with uh, a dimension in the Z axis in reference to your, your earlier question, and it ties in very well, I think, with what Elizabeth does, is that design is really important when it comes to 3D printing. Um, it's, if, if you were to download Google SketchUp and spend, you know, an hour or five hours on it, um, you probably wouldn't have anything that you felt like, you felt like printing up and showing off right. to everyone. So content creation, I think, is going to be the bridge to getting consumer, consumer adoption into the 3D printing space. And so that's one of the reasons why we, we built Scandy was to help users create content. You can create 2D content right now with your phone. You take a picture and boom, you can share it, you can print it up if you want. 3D content is a little bit harder. So we feel like if we can take a, a 3D panorama that people are already familiar with and put it into a 3D printed object, and that's something that people can create. It's very accessible, and um, it's something that is easy enough to do where people can be proud of the end product.
2: Now right now you need a kind of a special app to do it,
1: right? Content creation is not for 3D is not easy yet, it's hard. It takes an element of uh, design and expertise, and we're trying to bridge that gap. And once folks can have easy content creation, then I think that that can hasten the adoption of you know, I don't know if you want a, a printer in, in every in every in, in every home or every room, but you know, it certainly will precipitate wide wider spread adoption.
2: Melanie, your story is almost like a made-for-TV movie. You you make a dress <laughs> for your little girl, somebody admires it, so you make one for them and then, and now everybody is so in love with your twirl shop, uh, little girl dresses that you're hiring a seamstress to keep up with the demand is is this feel, is it a feel-good Disney version of the events? Is, and is it random as it sounds? Or do you actually have a business plan in mind all along?
4: I really didn't. I, I started, um, the main thing that I did with, with my shop is I went to the social media realm. I had nobody to start it. My husband gave me a $100 bill to open up a bank account. I had very little, like we don't have a lot of uh, extra income to have a small business, but it was his hobby, and I really liked sewing And I started making stuff for my daughters. I have three. And so I had plenty of models, free free modeling for me. And what started to happen was I got compliments and people liked what the girls were wearing. And I just went from there. And then I started to follow a lot of different fabric designers. And I became to, like, really know them and follow their lines. And all I do is talk about fabric. And my husband's like, why don't you, like, make a move with this? You know, why don't you go? And um, I... I did a lot of it on Instagram. Instagram is where I did my entire business. What has been so amazing to me is doing it in New Orleans because there's always something to celebrate. I think in, I'm from California, from suburbs of Orange County, and I don't think I could have sold 300 Saint skirts to a store. Or,
2: or Charger shirts, really. Or no, char- not char- no, no, work, no yes. there's not a whole lot yeah. of, <laughs> of
4: sports love there, especially football. But, yeah, you have Mardi Gras, you have Christmas, you have Jazz Fest, and a girl really does need a different skirt for everything they go to. And there's this app I have on my phone that whenever someone buys something, my phone goes like cha-ching. Oh, and it's oh that's nice literally the best thing. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, mean, I almost like that more than like the money that comes into my account. I'm like, I made a sale. My daughters are like, sale, mama, sale? I'm like, yeah. Hey, like,
2: now, you brought up a great point though. So it, the ching happens, and you get an order for a large skirt. And you, do you have it already made?
4: No, everything's
2: custom-made. Oh, that's made. more yeah. exciting. So, <laughs> oh yeah, because so I'm like, what are they going to buy? And you
4: look on, and it shows you. So yeah, my I have like about 20 different items on my Etsy. In my Etsy shop.
2: Now, Liz, various arts have taken a a beating from technology. The digital cameras changed the professional photography business. The invention of the MP3 file has basically decimated the music business. And in your field, the Internet is filled with clip art, and illustration software is relatively cheap. And even when you come up with an original artistic hand-drawn design, what stops somebody from simply copying and pasting it and basically stealing it from you?
3: Oh uh, well, not much. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, hopefully, what I'm creating is unique to my brand, and and people who are recognizing not only the way that the letters are created, but what they're saying. So they're that kind of f- funny and inspirational. Yeah, right? they're funny and empowering, and sometimes a little bit of both. Um, I am uh, working on some trademarking, so hopefully, I'll have some legal protection over some of my more popular designs that. Um, I have unfortunately seen ripped off quite a bit.
2: Wow, so yeah. now that would be on but the legal we're... side. And then other people put a some sort of brand in the uh, uh, in the, the drawing itself, right, to stop people from copying it yeah. directly.
3: Yeah, so, uh, sometimes uh, people will put a, a watermark on their, yeah. their illustrations on Instagram. I don't really bother with that because I'd like to err on the side of trusting uh, my community and yeah. um, sharing what I love to do, and um, I mean, I, I'm in this because I'm spreading messages of joy. And you know what? If you need to screenshot that and share it with somebody else, and uh, fine, that's fine. It's, you You're know
2: what fascinated me is uh, when Charles said earlier that uh, that you s- you still need it, or more than ever, you need the
1: creatives uh, in this. Uh, absolutely, there's there's you know part of the part of the what what makes 3D printing so. Uh, effective and desirable is rapid iteration, so you can design something you can see what it comes out with so this is a 3 d printed injection mold okay, okay? so this can 't take fifty thousand or you know five million shots, but it can do anywhere from twenty five to five hundred shots in a in an injection molded application so um, companies can actually iterate and um, very inexpensively test their parts all with the end use materials by by using these molds. So um, the designers go in and they, they, they come up with, with the mold. And then this allows them to tweak their designs very rapidly. But until you get somebody that can design this for you, you're basically at square one.
2: So, Liz, actually, somehow this is going to be good for you. Where would I find your products?
3: Oh, I'm all over New Orleans. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I'm at West Elm, uh, Lucy Rose on Magazine Street, Hattie Sparks in the CBD, uh, Red Arrow Workshop, uh, Box Paper Scissors. I'm at um, Sopo on Carrollton. Oh, Lots of awesome stores. Nice
2: you sell to a lot of local shops, but you mentioned West Elm. Is that a different sale? Well, okay, so West Elm, company? I'm part
3: of their local collection. Um, I am speaking with the buyers about getting uh, my products in their, their online store nationally. But Urban Outfitters is one of my biggest customers, and they sell my cards in all of their stores. <laughs> That's who's taking up most of my dining room table <laughs> <laughs> last month. So.
2: Well, Charles and I met at the Freeman School of Business. You, where did you guys meet? Because you...
3: Oh. Uh, um the rook <gasps> coffee rook Cafe oh on am fret, yeah yeah rook coffee yeah, shop rook, whatever yeah. yeah well like we y-
4: in the window I saw her from afar No. <laughs> I saw Liz at here the Fret the festival oh, I well, right, right. yeah, yeah yes, my, my life here. is a movie let's just say. <laughs> uh, but I I saw Liz at the Fret mark Mar- in the fret festival in 2014 not the most recent one but the last one and I saw her and I hadn't started my business and I told my husband I'm like you see this style I just like this it's it's just I just really like what she's got going on here but I was too shy to go up to her but then I started following her on Instagram which (laughs) is like
2: kind of so you would recommend stalking somebody you were (laughs) interested (laughs) (laughs) for a (laughs) little bit and then you
4: subtly act like you don't know they go to that coffee shop a lot or that they didn't just post a photo from that (laughs) (laughs) coffee (laughs) shop so she posted a photo from Rook and I had I had my daughter was six months old at the time. I just took her to the doctor, and she was sleeping in the car, and I'm like, I can just run in to Rook. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I can't believe do. you're saying oh, this yeah. on the radio. This is safe. She was safe. Um, My prayer made be there. In the wi- <laughs> <laughs> and she was in the window, and I was like,
2: Liz, right? It <laughs> <laughs> oh. And it was like, so. Why did you? So. Did you did you know she was a great business mind? Was that it?
4: No. I just loved everything I was seeing on her Instagram. And I was like, I think she's local because of the pictures and like, yeah, you're, like, a block off for it that way. I'm a block off for it the other way. And so we often saw each other but never connected. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it.
3: <laughs> and we've been best and friends we, ever since.
4: But absolutely. she's, like, the frantic phone call, like, I didn't get my license to sell at the market. Or, like, what do oh my you do God, for I taxes? Got my first wholesale account. Yeah. What yeah. do I do? Yeah. Like, wow. what percentage do I do? Yeah. What do I do? And she, like, is awesome friend, but then she goes like business mode. She goes, this is what you do. And just like has this wealth of knowledge that I would otherwise have had to Google and probably would have what Not I heavy. love
3: is that, is that Melanie always and I always work for at market together. Our booths are next to each other, and she's given me a, a nick, like a moniker for uh, the. She's like, "Oh, thank you. Watch out, Liz is in market mode." Oh, market but mode, like, Liz. But is we like, like a different we're always like fist bumping and and you know. Like if someone enjoy.
4: buys like a baby skirt, I'm like, yeah. "Do you need a greeting card that matches? Do you need a Liz? onesie that goes with the skirt?"
3: Because yeah. all right,
2: That's it's getting mess. really girly now. <laughs> <laughs> this is snuggle is Hey,
3: the snuggle is real.
2: Now, now, Charles, Liz, and let's do a round of one quick question. There's, uh, there are questions that have come in from listeners, and I'm going to ask you one each with a kind of a quick response here. Charles, this came in from Facebook, from Mitch Cry. Mitch asks, are there any 3D printers that work in two different media at once?
1: I guess I would say that 3D printing is still in a, um, a, of an age where you want the right tool for the right job. So trying to get one printer that does it all is the wrong way to go. If you have an application, get a printer that does that application really, really well and get to use that printer really, really well. So there are some multi-material printers out there, but it's generally, unless you have something, a specific application for that multi-material, whatever it may be, um, I think you're better off going for something that's sort of fit for that purpose.
2: How much (laughs) do these printers cost?
1: Anywhere from, um, let's call it $1,000 on the low end to uh, north of a million dollars for a metal printer.
2: Wow, that's, that's a good range. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, so kinda... you
1: can find just about anything in between there. So
2: that, Wow. <laughs> now, Melanie, this came in from Walter Cook, who says, you sell clothes on Etsy. That seems like a marketplace for enthusiastic amateurs rather than real designers. Do you feel you need to graduate from Etsy to be taken seriously?
4: The Etsy thing, I, I use less and less now because I'm doing more wholesale and more uh, of the art markets and festivals and things around. So I think that's what... Etsy was like a great, you know, springboard for the next thing. Um, and well, it for taught me market. a lot, too. Your yeah.
3: audience is on Etsy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
4: Yeah. I, I love Etsy. I sometimes think like, maybe I'll just have my own website. But Etsy does a lot of footwork for you to like a search engine. So people, like I had someone search and found me because they were searching for a specific fabric. And I had it. It was this skirt made out of the periodic table of elements, which is necessary. Right. You know, Absolutely. most three-year-olds What do you wear in science yeah. class? Yeah. yeah, if you you know if you need a show gift that for, for someone's
2: better in science. Uh, so later on. I'm just There's trying to push that forward. So
4: <laughs> yeah, people will search periodic table, clothing, toddler, or something like that, right. and they'll find my skirt. That's I've sold so many of those purely by search.
2: <laughs> now, Liz Carla Park wants to know: Have you thought about targeting local corporate clients like law firms who like to give away books and so on? Uh, uh, you see them as kind of tchotchkes sometimes. Uh, uh, a company book or uh, to clients and things like that? Um,
3: I haven't. I, I'm always open to collaborations. And if, if there was a law firm that wanted to do something special together, I'm sure that we could work something out. Um, right now, that's just not been a Something that's been on my plate now that we're out to lunch. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, right, uh, right. Uh, uh, uh. But, but um, to kind of piggyback on of her question, if that's okay, um, I feel like Etsy has been really good to me. And, I mean, it's how Urban Outfitters was found me in the first place. But I absolutely do need to graduate to an, um, my own online s- store in order to be ta- to take myself more seriously. Liz
4: has been doing this. A lot longer than I have, so I kind of not like write her coattails, but I watch and see like different moves she makes. Like that's how I got my wholesale order because she was like, "I got all these business cards. I'm going to contact all these businesses and you know tell them what I got." And I'm like, "I'm gonna do that." And so in May, I was like, "May everyone's thinking about Saints, right?" I mean, we've been thinking about it. So I emailed like six or no, like seven different shops. Pretty much like a stock email. Like, "Hi, this is me." And the biggest one that I emailed was like, "Yes, I'll I'll take." this and I'm like whoa what 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 and then I immediately caught Liz I'm like okay someone replied what do I do now <laughs> not
3: just so someone but like someone yeah, you would like <laughs> so the dog that caught the pickup truck yeah, there. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my gosh yeah so hey,
2: no now because I have Charles here and um and just to use your expertise let me just bring both of your lives together the, th- the stocks of 3D printing companies were Wall Street darlings and they've had a very tough time what is that
1: um, I think that the, the industry was uh, a victim of its of its own hype. Quite frankly, there was a lot of hype in the media, and I think all these companies were getting phone calls from you know C suites to big retailers saying, "We need this. This is the next big product." And the reality is is that there are elements of three D printing that are really hard. Um, the good news is is that now that that's that's behind us, I I've seen from any number of companies the the realization that you know we're, we're we've got to create real value for for the consumer, for the user. We have to make sure that these machines are reliable, that they, you know, that there's more content to put on them. And so um, I, I think that going forward, um, the, the things that they can that, that that the printers are able to do is extraordinary, um, but you have to be willing to put the time into it um, to find out. And I think that they felt like, oh, drop a printer in a home and people are going to be printing like crazy and they're going to love it. And that's just not the case. I mean, if I came into a business and I dropped an industrial, you know, I have dropped a $100,000 printer in there, um, and they didn't know how to use it, they didn't know how to <laughs> incorporate it in the ba- in, into their workflow, it would be a paperweight. Part of our challenge is coming <laughs> in and saying, look, that understanding their business process and providing them a solution, not a printer. So we don't sell printers. We really sell solutions. We say, what is it that you want to do in this business? Do you want to go after new... New business? Do you want to try and iterate faster? Are you trying to bring down costs? Do you, what is it you're trying to do? And here's the printer for that application. So, is it possible that
2: investors are sometimes irrational? Uh,
1: <laughs> just maybe. Just so maybe. That's what I wanted to get. Remember when it. I said focus on the long term? That's what you've got <laughs> yeah. to do with these. I, I do think that you know I'm um, I'm a big believer in in the industry, obviously, because I've I've invested a lot, not in the stocks, but in yeah. you know in the industry. But uh, I do think that it's a. Um, it is going to uh, it is going to change manufacturing, just not tomorrow.
2: And I can't wait till Liz starts making three D printers out of three D printers. That's <laughs> exactly. the uh, well, I'll be let's like.
3: Let's do some three D printed word art for your home. Yeah,
2: oh, absolutely, oh, see, we can do that. That's the best thing that comes from this show. They actually,
1: actually, <laughs> um, the three D systems cube was featured on Project Runway oh. a couple of weeks ago, where they're actually you can take fabric, put it on the cube, which is this thousand dollar printer and actually 3d print a design on it and then sew that fabric into whatever it el- else you're doing so there we go th- there's an angle there's an angle in fashion so as there'll well, be a reason so. to bring you all back that's yeah. uh this is uh,
2: charles carrier 3d printing may well be the next wave of the industrial revolution and your app scandi looks set to be a possible worldwide game changer, but even tech wizardry can't replace an artist's eye, and your businesses are proving that, uh, Melanie and Liz. Today's conversation has been another example of the amazing range of entrepreneurship here in New Orleans. Thank you for taking the time to join me on Out to Lunch. Thanks Thanks so much. much. Thanks, folks. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Charles Carrier. He's the founder and president of Entrescan, Liz Cook, founder and creative director of Lionheart Prince, and Melanie, Kostreva. Uh, She's the owner of the Twirl Shop. You can find out more about Charles' 3D phone app Scandi, Liz's designs, and Melanie's Twirls by following the links on our websites, www.no.org and itsneworleans.com. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday. The Jazz Brunch on Saturday and Sunday and of course that has live music and dinner seven nights a week the producer of our show is Grant Morris our technical producer is Eric Merle, and you can't replicate Jennifer Brady our researcher Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch Mitch's new record Puzzle is out now you can find out more about that at MitchellForeman.com You can get the show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows. You can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our website, itsneworleans.com. If you want to know what we look like, hmm, you can find photos from the show on our website and Facebook page. These photos were taken today by Dion Grayson. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Rusciutti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Commander's Palace for more business New Orleans style on Out to Lunch.
0: Major support for Out to Lunch on WWNO provided by the law firm of Jones Walker established in 1937 with more than 375 attorneys and offices throughout the U.S. providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. And from Iberia Bank, offering comprehensive banking services designed to meet the needs of consumer, small business, and commercial clients. Serving Louisiana clients for 128 years, and now serving a regional base with a commitment to developing people and investing in its communities, iberiabank.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers' Comp and 30. North Investments.